Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you all have a great day out there today. Muscle Monday, and well, we're talking about just a little bit of muscle strain, what to do about it, what your first thought, what your first impression should be, and this is good because you know this is some kind of uh, simpler logic that's good for both any healthcare practitioner as well as addition to more than just a healthcare practitioner, but also going in to um, any kind of just other person too who has questions, concerns, um, maybe a lack of understanding. And first of all, we've got to be able to tell, is this thing a muscle strain or not? And so what are some of the common ways we do it? Well, think about the history first, right? Was it kind of one incident that kind of you tweak something? Or was it kind of this general building over time, then over time eventually something took place? The answer to that question is two very different things that we have to look for. But they can point in a very similar direction. Now, the next part, right? The next part is all about, well, how do we know if it's a muscle strain or not? And the answer to this can be found in different tests. One, you touch it, palpate it, right? Is that thing sore? Cool. That's part of our inclusion criteria. But just because it's sore to touch does not mean that it's muscle strain. We can have tons of other stuff. Other things we look for, right? If you stretch it, if you know kind of what the muscle is, let's say it's in your bicep, right? And you stretch that muscle out, is it kind of irritable? Is it kind of tender? Totally, right? We know that it takes only about kind of a 4 to 5% strain or a stretch in a muscle, only about 4% extra stretch beyond its 100% capacity to be able to under force to be able to have a strained muscle. So this has huge implications going forward in the future in terms of being able to predict, you know, at what lengths was one the mechanism of injury at? Was there a movement fat pattern movement fault going on? Well, then also it makes sense if we stretch it, yeah, it's going to be irritated to be in that position that's not accustomed to being in. All right. Now, so we got palpation, right? We got the stretch, then you got a resistance test, right? You got to test out that muscle, see what it can do, if it can handle any load. First starting in neutral, then if neutral is not, not a problem, then you're testing it in that stretch position, in that length of position, to see how that responds, right? If it already responded to a stretch, then very likely it's going to respond to some kind of contractile and neutral, but not a guarantee. You know, I've done it with people where, um, you know, let's say I had somebody with a actual a short head of the biceps uh, muscle strain as a part of his cluster of diagnoses for his shoulder. So what I did was I said, okay, let's test it in neutral. Hey, no problem. It was a strong guy. He could compensate through. But then what happened was, okay, as we lengthened that tissue, it became a little bit more irritable. And then as we really broke it down a little closer, it wasn't necessarily because of just the length of the tissue. It was more as the tissue did lengthen, what were the results? 
right? What were the results? What had changed? And his shoulder glenohumeral joint position and posture actually changed as he lengthened it. So part of the treatment for that part was to cue him for motor control, saying, hey, keep this in this place, keep joint centration, but then slowly contract, elongating it, but keeping it stable so not overstretched at the local position of irritation, but rather stretched distally to allow elongation of the fibers to get a smooth controlled contraction for an easy grade one muscle strain, as again, part of his overall symptoms for what was going on. So we got muscle contraction, we got palpation, and we got muscle stretch. Those are kind of our three landmark ways in addition to the history of movement pattern of figuring out what's going on. Now in addition to that, right, is understanding, hey, was this a quick mechanism of injury or was this an insidious thing that built up over time with repeated movements and repetitive movement faults? If it was just a one-time thing, right, then it doesn't necessarily mean that there's anything wrong with it. Right? It could have just been, hey, there is a load the body was unaccustomed to, did something kind of funky, couldn't handle it. Boom. End of story. But if this was something that built up over time, we're looking for what kind of poor mechanics was this person using, right? What was going on that they time and time again kind of irritated something, bothered it, and then, well, just eventually started crying out for a little bit of help, right? Started breaking down a little bit. And I don't necessarily mean fully breaking down damaging the tissue long term, but just like a grade one strain, a little bit of a hyper overstretch. Now I've seen plenty of movement faults, coordination issues that are no big deal, right? That people can get through, they're strong enough, sure. A lot of it's about building up tissue capacity so it can handle that load, right? So if there is a slight, minor little fault, little change, you know, see if you can change that, bring it back to neutral, if that makes it better. But then you ask yourself, hey, do they need to have this range that they were in, in a controlled way, to be able to execute their sport or whatever they want to do? If they don't, hey, that's an easy correction. Keep them out of it temporarily, just allow it to calm down. Not forever, but temporarily. Allow it to heal, and then get right back into loading it. Then, afterwards, right, what we can do is we can get back loading it good to go again now let's say they have to get into that right well can we reserve the time that they get into that position for not all the time for not movement faults throughout the day but for the intentional during sport during your movement during what you're whatever you're doing to make it intentional for that time so that way yes we might still have the irritation then but we've built up a wall of resilience where what happens is, okay, right, we're good, we get a little irritated, but then we spend so much time out of it, we allow time to calm down, we know we're going to irritate a bit during competition or whatever, but then outside of that, we're good. Uh, another is, hey, let's improve the loading capacity of this tissue, right, whatever muscle it is, whatever is going on, let's improve what we can do about it, let's improve, you know, when we get it, right, can we make it stronger? So yeah, maybe it is a little bit strained, a little bit irritated. Calm it down, build it back up. So that way it can handle some kind of excessive force that's being demanded on it. Especially if this is something that it's gonna have to have resiliency with it anyway to begin with. Now, right? 
where to go from here, right? Is it all just about kind of building it back up, getting it stronger again, and potentially with some more coordination? And the answer is yes, right? It's, hey, if there's a way you're moving that, you know, you can pick out easily that's saying, oh, this is kind of weird, yeah, change it. See if we can do something better. See if we can irritate it less. Because a lot of these strains, muscle strains, are, and if you think about, like, some kind of, like, tendinitis or tendinosis type issues are doing something either too much, too often, or too soon, having a poor coordination with it. So if we can control those factors, too much, too often, too soon, we can control a lot of these overuse irritation issues, especially, right, over time, these gradual buildup of overstrain. This is not saying like, hey, I had one specific moment, one stride in my gait, in my running where I irritated my calf. No, this is saying over time, right? I felt it at one point in time, but over time it's been building and building and building. That's the name of the game. So, a little tutorial about muscle strains, what you can do about them, what to think about them, right? Not the end of the world, but something to be respected in the short term so it can heal well, get loaded up. Again, service them isometrics, great way to go build up from there. Alright y'all, simply not easy.